0: I am so excited to share with you the doors open for my new group coaching program, booked out, not burnt out business owners on July 24th. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Chelsea, I am this close to burnout, please help me. This group is going to be perfect for you. The recovering overachiever who doesn't know how to say no. Picture this. You've reached the point where you are so overwhelmed. You don't even know what to do next. So you reach for your phone, you put it around the house, you clean up here and there, you check your email a few times, and at the end of the day, you didn't get anything done. And that cycle of overwhelm continues. This is so common in business owners, and I've definitely been there myself too. But as a time management and productivity coach, I know how important it is to find personalized systems and tools that work best for you. It's not necessarily complicated, but it is personal. So if you are ready to work with less stress, less guilt, less overwhelm, and to have that personalized structure that works just for you, aka no waking up at five o'clock in the morning, you are not a morning person, then you should definitely join the waitlist for the booked out, not burnt out business owners group. If you join the waitlist, you get special waitlist pricing, behind the scenes previews, and so much more with doors officially opening July 24th. From there, it'll be open enrollment, but you definitely want to join right away to take advantage of some of those early bird offerings. So join the waitlist, the link in my bio, or DM me on Instagram at chelseamcoaching to learn more. Hi, I'm Chelsea Newmeyer, and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go. So check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram to learn more. Okay, let's start the episode. Hi, everyone. In today's episode, we're talking about prioritization and how to prioritize when everything feels important. And I think this is just the epitome of how so many business owners and leaders feel when they're thinking about how to prioritize their day, when they think about all of the things that they have to do and wondering where do they even get started and how to make these decisions. So you guys have a lot going on and some days it can feel like everything is on fire. So I wanted to talk about my strategy for prioritization, some additional tried and true strategies that I share with clients to see if that's going to fit or resonate better with them, and how you can set up your own system for prioritization so that it resonates with you easy and clear and helps you make those decisions so that you can get to work faster. The first things first to think about with prioritization is I always come back to my goal. What is your goal for the day, for the week, for the month, for the quarter? And I always give this really silly example of the cliche business goal of a 10k month. If your goal for that month is to make $10,000, then you have to think through all of the tasks with the lens of is this going to help me reach my goal? Sometimes it's a more abstract reach than others, right? But sometimes it's a clear no. So, for example, changing all of the fonts on your website is not going to help you make $10,000. But changing, but reaching out to four new people who followed you on Instagram to strike up a conversation could help you reach $10,000. Sending an email talking about your program is going to help you make $10,000. So really, it's just thinking about all of the tasks we have to do through the lens of, is this going to help me reach my goal? That's not to say that branding and fonts and colors are not important. They absolutely are, but they're not necessarily going to be as urgent as actually marketing and talking about your offer. The system that I use when actually using the filter for my tasks, when actually deciding in what order my tasks are going to go on my to-do list, I always put client deliverables as the first item. And what I mean by this is I'm a nonprofit consultant in addition to a coach. I I have follow-up for my coaching clients. So I always try to do that right away. And then additional client deliverables are anything that's due that day or within the next day or two. I'll break those down. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. But client deliverables go first because there's an expectation from someone else. And it's not to say that you're Priority list should be what other people expect of you. But if you're a service provider, people are expecting a service that they paid you for, then we do need to prioritize those to ensure that they're going out on time. So if you don't have anything due for the next couple weeks or months, then maybe it's just one small step or part of that project that you can work on first to help ensure that you're going to reach that deadline. The second thing I put on my list is time sensitive work. So this may be more um, invoicing or email responses that are time-sensitive, things that do require that 48, 24-hour turnaround. Something for me or my business, again, as someone who also works in a consulting role, and I know many of my listeners may also have their, uh, their business in addition to a full-time or part-time job, I want to make sure that something on my business is pretty high up on my priority list. Because it's easy to get overrun by other work priorities. It's easy to have those things get, keep getting scooted down the list. And then you're not making progress on your business. It's not That's not helping you reach your business goals. And the fourth thing in that priority ranking is anything else. right? Maybe you have more capacity in a day or you're feeling really energized and ready to roll. And that's how we can throw in some of those additional tasks. I really lean on the Ivy League method. This is a traditional prioritization technique that has you list your to-do list. So those three to five things in the order that you want to do them every day. And if you don't get to any of them, so let's say I got one, two, and three done, but not four or five, four and five become one and two on tomorrow's to-do list. So it becomes this rolling list that and helps ensure that the most important things are staying consistently at the top of your list. And that's the system that I tend to lean on because I really enjoy having that to-do list with me. And most of the time, if I didn't get to something, it it doesn't mean that it can't get done, right? It doesn't mean that I can ignore it. I I do have to get it done the next day. So an example of a prioritized to-do list for me on a given day may be, number one, create a client agenda for a meeting that day, which is a client deliverable and time-sensitive. Write an outline for a client memo and send for review. So again, a client memo will be a really big project. So when creating the outline is the first small actionable task that I can do to ensure that project stays moving and is not a massive project on my plate at any one time. And then send for review is time sensitive. I have to get that to my project supervisor so that they can review it and give me feedback so I can move on to the next step of the process. I've to submit my monthly invoice. And again, that is time sensitive. and something only I can handle. Then for my business work, it's scheduling my weekly emails and scheduling my weekly IG posts. This is kind of cheating because technically scheduling my weekly emails is five tasks because I send five emails a week. And scheduling my weekly Instagram posts is two to three because that's how many posts I try to schedule. And so those might get rolled into the next day. And I will actually make little boxes on my to-do list with five tasks for me to actually check off so that I can keep track of how many I've done. And again, it makes it that much more bite-sized, that much more actionable for myself. A more traditional approach to prioritization can be the Eisenhower matrix. You guys may have seen this example around. This is four boxes on a graph. So you have things that are urgent and not urgent are important and not important on a graph. So things that are urgent and important, those are the things that get done first. Those are things that get done right away. And so again, that might be a client deliverable and time-sensitive work that you can do. Urgent and not important tasks are often things that you can delegate. And I say that knowing that most of us don't have someone to delegate to. And so if you don't have someone to delegate to, these unfortunately might be things that come up second on your task list right? These may be things like responding to particular emails or calling to make an appointment, right? They're they're quasi-important, but they are urgent because they're time-sensitive, especially if you're responding to someone else. The important and not urgent things, that's what gets scheduled on your calendar. That's what gets put into your time blocks. So that's really thinking about things that... Are more long term. So maybe building your offer, you can break that into smaller parts and schedule that out to ensure that you're hitting your deadline. The not important and not urgent things, those can get dropped. And if you can't drop it, if it's something that you are excited to do or inspired to do, then this can be added to your brain dump list. This is the thing that is that rolling catch all for what you have to do. And it's okay to put they not really important and then not really urgent things on that list and use it more to capture ideas. So that's a great spot for those tasks. Or like I said, you can just drop them. Typically, with something's been on my brain dump list for four to six weeks, that's when I I'll, I'll decide either that needs to become a priority for that week or I'm going to drop it off the list and trust that it's going to come back to me at a time when I can actually do it or it wasn't that important to begin with. I also want you to be thinking about prioritizing things that are time multipliers. So a time multiplier is something that you can do today that will make your life easier tomorrow. So it may be an investment in time and energy and resources now, but it's going to make that work exponentially faster, easier, or negligible later on, meaning you don't have to do it anymore. So some examples of time multipliers are hiring an assistant. So, someone you can delegate to, adding automations in your business so that you're not doing some of that more tedious or, or task type work, or creating templates so that we're not recreating the wheel every time. These are things that take some initial upfront time and energy. But at the end of the day, they're going to save you multiples later on. So if you are interested in adding these To your calendar or to your strategy, I mean, then break them down into more actionable pieces, just like you would any other task. Hiring is a big task. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things to do. So hiring may be step one. Write the job application. What do you want this person to do? This second task is going to be post it or share it with the proper communities and the proper channels. The third is going to be review resumes, right? Like you get what I'm saying, that you can break it down over a course of time and it's worth that effort because once you bring that person on, all of that other time is going to go be free for you to work on additional priorities. And then creating templates and automations, saving things in places that you remember them. All of those are just really easy ways to save a lot of time in the long run. When we're talking about life in general or Other things that we have less control over that come up as priorities, like children's pets, chores. It's important to keep perspective and remember that stuff usually isn't on fire. Obviously, if your kids need something from you, that is a priority. If your house is a disaster and you have people coming over, that is potentially a priority. But where this can get to be a slippery slope is when we Think of those things as urgent when they're not. And we spend the whole day putting out what we think are fires as an excuse to not really dig into the bigger, harder work that we have to do. And that's when I see people working on really small, fairly meaningless tasks all throughout the day because they just don't want to do or they're procrastinating doing the harder work that they have. So I also don't want to see you prioritize just all the easy stuff, all the stuff that you want to do or would prefer to do. Sometimes we have to be disciplined enough to know that writing the emails, which I really enjoy doing, has to come after some of that other more time-sensitive or more client-based work that I have to do. And when again, when it comes to home and family, you have to decide what's truly a priority. And there's no shame, there's no judgment. This is not me saying that you are doing it right or wrong. It's just me asking you to think about how you can be intentional about that and if you can restructure your day a little bit or restructure your thinking around those quote- unquote fires that pull you away from your tasks in such a way that you have more time to focus and you have more time to work on the priority the high priority tasks. So when you're deciding what to prioritize, just keep these three things or four things in mind. The first is to break down the big projects into smaller tasks, and that's what goes under your to do list. And so you can make it a priority each day. Thinking back to the example of my to-do list, that client memo. Client memos are typically five to ten pages of content that I have to write. And it requires research, it requires going into database, it requires pulling out a lot of information. So I need to break that up into smaller tasks over a period of time. It is still a priority for me. That is the first or second thing I need to work on every day to get that small task done in order to keep that project moving forward. If I have more time or more capacity, I can always work ahead. But creating that plan ensures that that is consistently a priority. And I'm not doing a whole lot all at once. Because I have time for other priorities that day. The second important thing to remember is that perspective that I mentioned. Again, I work with clients in the nonprofit space, and they will email me asking for something urgent that is not urgent. Nothing's on fire in the nonprofit space. Yes, some things need to be dealt with faster than others, but I have a really clear perspective on that. And so I feel okay letting that email sit in my inbox for 24 hours most of the time. Very few things are on fire and require me to be pulled away from the plan that I've created for the day. Number three is to stop defaulting to putting yourself last on the list. I see this all the time, especially with entrepreneurs, is that what's most important to them gets punted to the bottom of the list to make space for everybody else's priorities. And that's really frustrating. And that's going to start to wear you down because you're not going to feel excited or motivated to work on the things you want to do if it's the last thing on your list. So that's why I always ensure that I have something related to my business in my day-to-day activity so that I remind myself that it is a priority for me. This is important. I love what I do and I want to keep building it. And so I make it a priority every single day to just take one or two small steps. And the last one is to be looking for ways to make tasks faster and easier. As always, we can get more done when we're working a little bit faster and easier. And therefore, we can continue that momentum and we can get more priorities accomplished and finished every day when we're working faster and easier. This is not me saying make your to-do list 10 items. Right, That's not what this is about. This is just saying that if you are creating a template for your monthly invoices so that you don't have to build that every single time, then that step will take you five minutes instead of 30. And you can probably get something else done that day in that time. So a lot of this is going to come with practice. It's going to come with paying attention to what you enjoy doing and what the proper cadence of your work needs to be in order to stay motivated and to stay focus on those priorities and just be self-aware, right? Again, I think it's really easy to put everybody else's priorities ahead of ours. For a lot of us, it's a natural instinct. It's our go-to move. And so don't be afraid to put yourself at the top of that list quite often so that you're not pouring from an empty cup and that you're also making sure that your goals and your needs are being met. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, if this resonated with you, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm on Instagram at Chelsea and coaching, or I am by email at coaching at Chelsea, And I hope to hear from you soon. Have a great day. Thank you for enjoying another episode of from overwhelmed to under control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and coaching. I look forward to talking to you soon.